0: We have been identifying uh, last Wednesday, we discovered and we're learning how to be planted in pursuit, planted in pursuit. And we highlighted um, an understanding that it it takes divine elements and, and governing elements. Thank you so much here. Thank you. It takes governing elements to navigate what God is uh, doing and where He's trying to take us. Uh, uh, there's a process that God is doing in you and through you, uh, because He wants to build stature by the Word. Last week we talked about word construction. How many of y'all was blessed by that? How many of you know you're being built by your Word? God is His Word. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word. So if He's going to build me, He's making me as an imitator of Himself. He's building me by the word. So there's word construction being done in me. There's a building development um, code to build healthily, to build structure properly uh, in me, in us. Can you say amen? And I want you to understand as we are going down the road of building, as you're going down the road towards what God is calling you to pursue, You got to know how to be planted right. Okay. You got to know how to be what? Planted right. Because as you go to greater levels of ascension, these levels are are called for greater levels of depth in dimensional and alignment of order, divine order. God gives revelatory systems in divine order so you can ascend and, and have security in your ascension. You don't want to go too far outside of Biblical-based government, Biblical-based ordinance. And and, and we have to understand the biggest thing that God is trying to get out of his believers is maturity. How many of y'all been hearing me say that lately? Yeah, maturity. We we need to understand the, the, the importance now in this time is maturity, okay? Revelational order is key to revelational dominance. Write that down. Revelational order is key to what? Revelational dominance. Okay. Now, how many of you have been sensing that there's been a greater level of assault uh, uh, on, on your, uh, in your life? As, you, as you're growing, seemingly lately, how many have been sensing there's been a greater level of assault? Mentally, emotionally. Psychologically, am I the only one? Amen. When there's greater level of levels of assault, you got to know how to find the vein of revelational and divine order. You got to learn how to submit yourself deeper into the processes that govern the body. How many of you know with a body? When the level of assault Ascend, you got to find your submission within. When the levels of assault in go in greater ascendancy, you got to find your level of submission within in a greater level. Because when you uh, attach yourself back to the principles that govern divine order, positional authority authority will keep you. What will keep you? See, when levels of assault come to your mind, sometimes it's not my strength that's going to get me through. It could be the leader strength. It could be the body strength. So if I'm out of positional authority and I'm out here by myself, the war will continue, but I don't have a standard to stand against it. So sometimes positional authority, how many of y'all remember we talked about positional authority? Yeah, God has placed us in the body to be positioned, one to another, one submitted one to another, okay? And so tonight, I, I want to talk about divine root systems. Divine what? Root systems. We got to understand how to make sure that our root systems are established properly. That way, as we are going into ascendancy in ministry expressions, we're going into ascendancy in, in career expressions, we need to know how to get back to our foundation and make sure that the adversary can't kick us off. If he kick us off, he ain't kicking us out. <laughs> come on, sometime I'm off. But if I can find my leg in the right root system, you ain't kick me out. I just come back. Come on, somebody. Somet- if he kick my mind off, I can just come. I know how to find my way back. And many believers don't know how to find their way back and they get stuck. But God is saying, I need your root system be established just in case you get kicked off. Sometimes we move and we do things and and, and we feel like, man, I don't know what's going on. I I don't know how, what's, it, it just, but if you have your root system established, you can always find your way back. Can you say, man, God is establishing many of our root systems because you were not made to battle alone, nor we are not able to ascend or defend where we haven't been established properly in alignment um, in the divine root systems. Can you say, man, I want you to go to Isaiah 59 and we're going to read. Uh, I'm going to have to paraphrase for the sake of. For the sake of time all right uh, but I want you to understand we must build which we, we must make building in revelatory order a priority in this hour we must make what building in revelatory order a priority if we're going to win we got to make revelatory order a priority to win in this hour can you say Amen? Isaiah 59 14. Justice is turned back. I'm going to read for the sake of time. Justice is turned back and righteousness stand afar off. For truth is fallen in the streets and equity cannot enter. So truth fails. And he who departs from evil makes himself a prey. He who departs from what? Makes himself. That's kind of backwards. Wait. You talking about when I've departed? I make myself pray. <laughs> Me coming out, I'm pray. I'm pray coming out. Me who departs from evil, I make myself pray. I'm, I'm pray. I'm going to make you, I'm going to send you as sheep amongst wolves. You, you, you're you not, see, that baby Christianity is not going to work on these levels. You need to know how to, Stand in something and articulate my grace and articulate my mercy, articulate my words because when my words that I speak, they are spirit and they are what life. Now, let me not move too fast. Let's keep reading here. Tell you what, somebody read here verse. Um, continue on, 16. Go ahead.
1: Then the Lord saw it, and it did please, displeased him uh-huh. that there was no justice. He saw that there was no man and wondered that there was no intercessor. There was no what? Intercessor.
0: And wondered that there was no
1: intercessor.
0: intercessor.
1: Therefore, his own arm brought salvation for him, and his own righteousness, it sustained him. Mm. For he put on righteousness as a breastplate and a helmet of salvation on his head. He put on the garments of vengeance for clothing and was clad with zeal as a cloak. Mm. According to their deeds, accordingly, he will repay, furry to his adversaries, recompense to his enemies. The coastlines he will fully repay. So shall they fear the name of the Lord from the West. And his glory from the rising of the sun. When the enemy comes in like a flood. Uh-huh. The spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him.
0: The, when, uh, <laughs> when the enemy comes in like a The spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him. Now I want you to understand. That you are only as strong as the standard that you hold. I want you to understand that you are only as strong as the what the standard that you establish you can never be go beyond the standard that you establish now the standard that you establish uh, no one can bypass that standard okay that standard a standard is one that you don't compromise you, you don't compromise for people family friends uh, uh code cowork- you don't compromise for anyone it's a standard it's it's not it's not compromisable but it's a standard and God is trying to build standards within us by in Christ Jesus we we uphold standards in accordance to the knowledge of God okay we uphold standards in accordance to the knowledge of God and and, and so as we grow in knowledge and grace we're going to learn how to have uh, greater levels of standard, and that standard God is standing God is the defense system God is the revenge system Come on somebody say standard God is the revenge system So that standard is established within you You, you stand on the word you're not moving. Always abounding. We, we're called to be always what? Abounding. Always. Ab- always. Abounding. So God in, in himself, as we learn to grow in him, he's also growing and establishing standards within us so that when we stand, having an altar stand, what are you standing on? The word that builds a standard. So the adversary can't bypass my ignorance here because i went through the process that governs this word that built the standard can you say amen now i want you to understand that it's, the standards are established through knowledge all right now I, i'm going we're going to cross over a couple of systems tonight all right because i want to talk about root systems but I want to help you understand why it's important to allow God to deal with the internal root system in us. How many of you know God is dealing with your internal root system? He's not dealing with the high. No, 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 no. He's dealing with the lower, the stuff that's deep within us. How many of you know he's a deep God? Come on, before he go high with you, no, he want to know how low can I go in you? Come on, we want to go high. We want to be sopranos in, in, in the Christianity before we, we learn to go deep with God just a little bit. God, you know, I like to talk about this, but I, ain't, I don't, I don't want to talk about that stuff right there. Come on. God wants to have, have a conversation with us, but we have to allow him to deal with the internal elements of our being. All right. Because he's trying to re, he's trying to build something in us so that we don't be compromised by adversarial movements in different levels that we move in. Anything that can get you off. Let me put it like this. Anything that can break you is proof that it can make you. That's a big statement. I can stay here all day. Anything that can what? I think we can go home just right on that. Anything that can break you by default from the lens of the government is saying that it can make you. Because if it could not make you, why is it breaking you? So there's areas in us that we get down in the depths of this thing, and we the adversary hit us in our mind and hit us in our perspective, and, and we 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 go into this default and defiled thought pattern, and God is, we think God ain't there. He like, no, I'm teaching you something. I'm showing you that uh, you see how the it's rocking you. There is something more that I want to do in your root system. Because until I get this in your root system, I need you to learn to stand and know I'm God in every area of your life. That the adversary knows that he don't have preeminence in nothing. I've already accomplished. I already finished the work. Can you say amen? When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will raise up a what? Standard. So standards are established by us understanding what's in Christ. Can you say amen? Ephesians 1, 15. Ephesians 1, 15. Somebody read this for me. I tell you what, I, I, it's kind of weird here. Let me read it. <laughs> I, I wrote it in notes, notes, notes. Uh, Wherefore, I also, after I heard your faith in the Lord Jesus and love unto the saints, all the saints, cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of of you in my prayers that the god of our lord jesus christ the father of glory may give you unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him the spirit of what he going to give you what the spirit of wisdom and revelation what where spirit of wisdom and revelation So you are only as revelatory as you are. You are only as revelatory as you are. You are only have the great, your level of wisdom is what? So you cannot go beyond your knowledge of him. If you try to pull a revelation, I got a heavy Rebbe. How many of y'all know about a heavy Rebbe? I got a heavy Rebbe. And if that heavy rabbi is beyond your government license in the knowledge of him, God has to take you through a rudimentary, a rudimentary root system process, so that it's not that he don't want you to see something, but sometime how you see. The Bible said, be careful how you what hear. So sometime my hearing. It's nothing wrong with hearing, but God trains us how to hear. Somebody say he trains me how to hear. Because the spirit realm is a lot of traffic up there. There's a lot of stuff moving. There's a lot of things being said. Come on, look at your disciples. Jesus, you are the Son of the living God. You would have thought this man had all the key. Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Uh, Whatever you loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. God, this man a revelatory expression, revelatory abundance. I mean, he hit it on the head. Boom. Jesus said flesh and blood couldn't reveal that to you. My father in heaven hit you with that one. I've heard people talk revelation, but that wasn't. No, they talking man revelation. You hit. That was from God. But a couple of scriptures down. Jesus. Now, what happened? Because he went to a revelatory place. He said, let's do like what? Elijah. So his mind went to a biblical expression of historical element. Let's do like Elijah did, didn't he? So he had revelatory justification. (laughs) Did he have revelatory justification? I don't have that scripture up here. Y'all stand with me. But Jesus said, get me behind me. Whoa, now you messed me up. Because now I thought I was with you. Which means I can be with you but not be with you. Because I didn't know it hit my emotion and because my personality with you. There are levels of ascension that it takes more care. To deal with how you hear, it takes more what? It takes more care. It it takes more testing how you're hearing. Because God is trying to make sure that we hear right so we don't be an enemy of the cross. You're not going, was he an enemy of the cross at the moment? (laughs) That's why Jesus said, Get thee, but what? But you're a disciple. So I'm following Jesus, but he told me to get behind me because I'm an enemy of the cross. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? So God is wanting us to make sure that we can handle these arenas as we're growing in Him with care and maturity. Okay. Now we understand that wisdom and revelation in notice the revelation is in the knowledge of Christ, the word made flesh, right? Okay. So revelatory order is the key of revelatory dominance, revelatory order. So there's revelatory order. So if I'm going to get a revelation, I need to understand and have the tools to navigate through my revelation. Well, God said the spirit said, "Okay, did you have the tools to test what he said? Y'all catching me? Because God can say a lot of things. But your mind can say a lot of things too. Familiar spirits can say a lot of things too. your emotions can say a lot of and if you can place a scripture, sometime you will find a scripture in your head and you, you will put something to make it revelational. So we have to be careful and make sure that we can make have the right testing, the tools of testing. I've I've had I've I've gotten wrong I've gotten wrong multiple times I I had to go through the testing too. We we were buying a house one time. <laughs> she knows she she come she me a testing and you know I saw the number the number on the house and see when you desire something. The number of the house matched the number on the, it was matching the number on the. So, no, I didn't realize I was looking for revelational justification. I was looking for signs. So he gave me some. I saw the same number on the mailbox on, on something. It popped up on my phone or something. See, you, you got to be careful. Because when it was time to put it, put it down for it, my belly said no. But I thought God said. But I had to realize I had a desire beyond his time. Yow. And sometimes my desire, when it goes beyond, it, come on, it want to go ahead of his timing, I'll put down, even though my belly said no. Now, thank God I said no, because where we at now, that was divine timing, glory. With four kids, you need all of that glory. Hallelujah. I don't know what that would have been. How many of y'all understand what I'm saying? So sometimes you, you, sometime you got to back up and test somebody. I say, test yourself. you got to learn to have a self-mastery test on yourself. Many believers don't self-test. This is why we are, we are prone to be off. We don't self-test. We're still in the feeling stage. And we, God is training us to get out of the feeling stage into the self-testing stage. How many of y'all know what I mean by sensitivity? So staying sensitive to the spirit, staying sensitive to God's movement, God's ways, God's unctions. God will give you pre-tests to make sure that you can handle the test when it comes. Okay. So you're learning how to navigate, how to hear and and the moving of God. Okay. sometimes you can know if it's God or not based on. It's not see this is the interesting part because there's nothing wrong with you desiring something. This is, uh, it's nothing wrong with you desiring. But sometimes God has things beyond what you can imagine, beyond what you can ask or think or imagine. But He has revealed it through His Spirit. So it's not that you can't do it. But if you do it, there, there might be things that you got to keep up to it. Because sometime when you can hold to know and have that knower know that you know, it's going to blow your mind, but it's also going to show you that this is God. God doesn't like to always work in the realm that you can work in. Y'all better know your God. God don't always like to work in the realm. He like to work above your realm. <laughs> he like to blow blow minds. So it doesn't mean that He won't create the provision and you have that to do that. But 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 you have to be discerning. It's not a, a this situation or that situation. You got to be discerning. Amen. This is why we're talking about the root system. As we establish our root system, we'll have the ability to be what? Discerning. And the more discerning we are, the more we'll identify our direction. Okay? Our direction. How many of you know as you're walking by the Spirit, God will show you more and more and more? But I revealed it through my Spirit. The problem is can we hold the realm of the Spirit? can you hold staying in the realm of sight can you hold staying in the realm of what of sight without can you men, can you have ascended thinking rather than mentally ascending what's the difference between mentally ascending and ascended thinking mental ascent means that you're always having to go down and come back up so you're always trying to get there Everything is always trying to get back there. We go down and we get trying to get back. We're trying to mentally ascend. Rather than learning to stay and hold the pattern of the mind of Christ and have ascended thinking. The Bible says as when you rise with Christ, now seek those things which are. The problem is many of us don't rise before we start seeking. Come on, I'm giving y'all about 10 scriptures. I didn't have time to put them all there. After you have risen with Christ, now, the Bible says now, seek those things which are, so God don't have no problem with you seeking. The problem is you're seeking in the wrong realm. So when you seek in the wrong realm, the adversary don't mind giving you some highlights and some, some justification you look for uh, clues what, what you, you're looking for uh, uh, um, signs he don't mind giving you some signs. you want a sign cool come on see the problem the Bible tells you don't be sign oriented he said this generation always want a sign I'm not giving you a sign of what I'm gonna give you uh, all right don't be sign oriented be principle oriented be word oriented can y'all say Amen? See maturity helps you to stop getting on the outskirts of God and learn to stay on the inskirts of him He said I put my word on your inward parts Now you got to learn to live from within somebody say learn to live from within Which means the core the core competency of the course that you're going through is from within when you wake up You're learning how to move with Holy Spirit. You're learning how to live with the Holy Spirit You're learning how to uh, navigate with the Holy Spirit critically think with Holy Spirit Can you say man? Hallelujah. So I want you to understand that as we are growing in, in pursuit, we got to learn to be planted properly because it's, it's, it's a safeguard as we go into revelatory expressions. All right. Now, how many of you know what I mean by revelatory expression? The Bible says that God speaks and gives us revelation. He gives us mysteries. Had they known from the beginning, they would not crucify the Lord, what? Of glory. Had they known. I wish that you'll not be ignorant. Why? Because I've given you secrets and mysteries so you can learn how our system works in the kingdom of God. So we need mastery of mysteries governed by revelatory expression. Okay. So when you have revelations, that's God might be giving you mysteries, but God has to entrust you with these mysteries. Somebody said be entrusted. The Bible said we, we are entrusted with the word. OK, can you be entrusted with this word? Can you be entrusted with a prophecy? Can you be entrusted with something about someone? How many of you know when God is bringing you through the process, he's saying if he can entrust you with it. Sometime I'll give you more than you know and see what you do with it. And you just split that all wrong i told you the ins and out of this person and you went all in i didn't tell you to say all that i tell you i gave you two words to say you said the whole five now the person confused they offended they're busted and disgusted why because you gave them all even though it was true just because you see don't mean you have to say it all can you be entrusted with god's revelatory systems Because, see, sometimes God gives you more than what people say and see. You're going to see. Somebody say see. Everybody want to see. No, you got to have a heart structure to see. Oh, no, you got to have a mind. No, no, seeing ain't, it's not what you think it is. Seeing will break your heart. Seeing will keep you locked somewhere. Because you love so hard, that don't mean you can save everything. So seeing ain't always the, the, the you know everybody wanna see. Hold on, you got to be entrusted to see. Because you'll drive yourself crazy. The absolute have your mind laying out somewhere. Why? Because you see. Just because you can read soulical development from one to ten, you better be careful. God is is seeing how you say what you see. However, God doesn't qualify what you see unless it says what he said. <laughs> God doesn't qualify what you let's prove it. Jeremiah, what do you see based on what you y'all gonna have to write these scriptures down? All right. I'm saying a whole bunch of them. Just write them down. You can go study them as you go. Can you say amen? Jeremiah, what do you see? now how many of you know read that a couple of times and you remember what what he said when when jeremiah said this is what i see i see a tree i see this i see that tell you what somebody pull that up for me pull that up for me google jeremiah what do you see it'll pull up i want to show you something i want to show you something because we have to understand that god is trying to give us right the right receptacle so we can receive the word and we can start understanding the word growing in the word what do you see I see a what almond tree watch this Jeremiah because of what you saw I'm ready to what hold on what if he wouldn't have saw that so God even tests you based on what you see yeah Yo. <laughs> You think you're in the kitchen by yourself thinking about those eggs. God is speaking with you and saying, hey, what you see? All right, Lord. Y'all ready to get into a little government of God? You you, 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 <laughs> you, you thought you was thinking on your own. No, what do you see? Now you're growing in God. You're going to walk down the street and by the spirit, you're going to say, hey, what do you see? I don't see a homeless man. I see a child. Good. I'm ready to start performing my word in you. Based on what you see, I can start building you. Because others, the way they saw, I couldn't conform that word in them. I don't care that they say the word. I didn't conform it in them. What do you see? Which means when God is doing word construction in you, he's going to test you. He's come on, he's gonna test the word construction that he put in you to see what you see. How are you interpreting what you how are you interpreting what you're hearing? How are you interpreting what you see? Which means in word construction, God knows how He's watch this, He knows if you're getting it based on how you stand in it, how you're interpreting it, how how you still justifying it. But see, you want the promotion. Without the sight. And I don't mean the sight, I mean the divine sight, I mean the the hindsight, the God's sight. Okay? Do you know God's ways? Do you know God's heart about these things? Can you say amen? How many are getting this so far? So we're still talking about revelatory systems because God is trying to build you healthily with a divine structure so you can make sure in when the word comes through your solical system. That you can navigate His Word purely, the purest form to, of God to man is oracle. The purest form, God to man is what, oracle. But how many processes do they have to go through you with that word? Come on, he got to run through your anger, run through your bitterness, run through all, that word. Got to go through a lot of processes. But see, you many of us go through the first layer. This is what I heard, and then we hit it, and we didn't know everything else came with it. Because you that first layer, didn't. you didn't go through the sub-layers, okay? So God has to deal with the root system, because it's not just hearing. How are you hearing? What are you hearing? Peter, why did you tell me I'm not going to that cross? Who told you to say that? Who probed you to say that? At that moment, thus, watch this, that person of Satan deceived you. I wasn't even talking to you. I am talking about that person of Satan that came upon you. Get deep behind me, Satan. That was not you. Are y'all catching what I'm saying? So we have to understand that there are real elements of realization that that sometimes we don't detect or discern without proper protocols. Being established through divine order, without proper protocols being established through what? Divine order. This is why he has the uh, the ordinance that he has in the body of Christ. Can you say Amen? Now, watch this. But avoid Second Timothy two twenty three. But avoid foolish and ignorant disputes, knowing that the generation Excuse me, that they generate strife. And a servant of the Lord must not quarrel, but be gentle to all, able to what? Able to what? Now, how many of y'all remember? How many of y'all can point to a scripture? What, what, who are required to be teachers? You should be. But you come on, I'm, I'm, we rightly dividing. So he's not just talking to anybody; he's talking to somebody that has somewhat level of maturity. You should be able to teach, patient, in humility, and in what humility correcting those who did what? Opposition, that they might come, opposition, if God perhaps will grant them repentance so that they may know the truth and they may come to their senses and escape the snare of the devil, having been taken captive by him to do his what? Oh, that's a lot there. So what he's saying is, listen, avoid all the foolishness, all the ignorance. You should be able to teach peaceable, submissive, avoiding all the the craziness, avoiding all the historic stuff, avoiding all that type of stuff, avoiding all the people think about you, how they feel about you. Avoid all that stuff. It's not important. Can you show them the knowledge of Christ? Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Watch this. <laughs> we teach those in humility, correcting those who are in what? One scripture said those who are opposing themselves. Who are they opposing? You know why they are opposing themselves? Because you can't oppose me. I'm in Christ. You You know how we know it's you still because you felt offended. All right, maybe that was too hard. I told you to give me some water. To, I gotta water those type things down. I can't just throw it out there like that. See, see, we showed up. What'd you say about me? What you? What? Huh? Hold on, you, hold on. God still working on. How long God been working on you? How many of y'all hear what I'm saying? We help those who oppose themselves. We have all opposed ourselves. This is why we go through the process. They're not opposing you. They think they're opposing you. They're not opposing you. They're opposing. Themselves. Because as you learn to stand in God, you are in the trajectory that God has you in. So anything that opposes you is actually opposing God. They think they're opposing you. So they're actually opposing themselves because their life is in Christ. So if you're posing Christ, you're opposing yourself in. <laughs> and, and God will give them what? Repentance. Can you say amen? Which means be careful about judging people that, that God is after them. And, you know, there's no hope for them. No. Until you can conclude that they rejected Christ, rejected the Holy Spirit. You don't know if God will give them repentance. The problem is, are you principled enough to walk them through the process towards repentance or to know what was wrong? But if you don't have a standard, they might be stronger than you to bypass your threshold to get you to start agreeing with some stuff that you didn't know you were going down the road. of. Can you say man? So we must learn to stand strong and be mature. Can you say man? Now, I want to say something. You cannot defend what you cannot detect, and you cannot detect what you cannot what? Discern. You cannot defend what you cannot what? Detect, and you cannot detect what you cannot what? So how can I defend what can I detect? And how can I detect what I can't discern? Now, we talked about discernment and the spirit of discernment. How can I effectively minister to people if I don't understand the type of sin that they are wrestling with or the level of of access and open door the sins represent? Do I know the level of movement that's dealing with them? Do I know the level of movement that's dealing with my family, dealing with my spouse, dealing with my children, dealing with those that I'm trying to disciple? If I don't know the level of, of, of adversarial movement that's in the dealings of their life, I have to question how much am I revelatory uh, 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 accountable for them in that, that that way? Now, there's responsible alignments and there's non-responsible alignments. But if God has called you to go into a, a area of ministerial expression, mental expression, okay? God will give you license to establish ground rule, ground order in that person. Okay? But if you can't detect these levels of dominance from the devil, you might get stirred up, or mixed up in that those lines also. God is dealing with your dealing with your anger. Okay? You got saved, you got excited, but he's dealing with your, he's dealing with our anger. And then we want to go minister to somebody that had the spirit of anger. Because I was ready to go to ministry. And I went down the street and talked to Becky. Hey, God is calling you to come to the cross. And there's nothing wrong with that. How many of y'all know there's nothing wrong with that? But see, the problem is when you go beyond your threshold, you, you had them when you said God was calling them. You had them when you said the last five words. You should have stopped and went on home. Tell somebody to learn when to stop. <laughs> but you kept going and, and kept going. And somewhere along the way, the spirit got out of what you were saying. Now, what's in them, notice where you were. What's in Notice where, so now they're gonna pick you. How many I' ever been picked trying to really minute? you you came with a gift, but it <laughs> that gift didn't really work out. You went back stretching your head like the devil jumped on me. I thought I was about to get it jump off of them. I don't know how that worked. because you got to learn how to stay with the spirit. This is why God trains us and teaches us. I don't try to speak or minister beyond. What, now, even if I have the, see, maturity, I, you don't waste time. Number one, can you discern giving your pearls to swine? All right, see, I got to stay with this. Do you, do you discern swine and do you discern when you need to provoke them to act, at least have a, a, a concern for the word? See, sometimes people are not even ready for what you're about to give them. But there's a way you can provoke them to have a concern for it, but you got to be masterful to do that. Are oh, you understand what I'm saying? But if you don't build a concern, you're trying to revelate with them, you could be wasting two hours, and at the end of the two hours, they ask the first question that y'all started with. The problem is we didn't have the proper knowledge, revelation. Oh, there we are. We didn't have the proper what? So what was the problem? We didn't go through the processual that governs the knowledge. Grace and peace multiplied in the knowledge. So I need a grace. I need a grace to navigate these realms. Okay. I need a what? Now, God has given everybody a portion of faith and grace. If he gave you a portion of faith, he'd give you a portion of grace. Now, you can grow in the grace. The Bible tells us to grow. We grow from faith to faith, glory to glory. So if you can grow in faith, you can grow in the grace, even though all things are yours. But the Bible says all Alth- although all things are yours, you are under tutors and governors until the time appointed. Timothy, do not promote any novice, do not promote people, L- make sure that they can rightly divide the word of truth so they're not ashamed. OK. So these are elements that God is saying, I need my body to learn to submit under the tutelage of governors and authorities to help them to ma- be masterful in their mantle, masterful. In their mode of movement. Okay. So as we're in pursuit, we don't we're not stopping in pursuit. Tell somebody we're not stopping at McDonald's. No. I didn't tell you we're stopping at McDonald's. I didn't say you had to stop. It's not that wait that you heard in church. Wait on God and wait in your seat and pay your tithes. Why are you waiting? No, that's not what we're talking about. No, you're going to you're going to learn to wait on God, but we move it. Because it's your weight that qualified you for the movement. Your submission to the process is what qualified you for the movement. Oh, with me is not yes and no. It's yes and amen. Hold on. In Christ Jesus. If you want to find your yes and amen, you got to be. See, the problem is we... This is where it gets complex because people ask questions and they say, is that for me? But it depends. It depends. Because if you're saying that from being in Christ Jesus, I'll say yes. If you're saying that from a corner state, I'll say probably not yet. But as soon as you jump in Christ Jesus, I'll say, now why yes? Because even though you're in Christ Jesus, God will never give you beyond your threshold of what you... The knowing of him. for example, how many don't raise your hand. how many don't raise your hand. I, what did I say? <laughs> I said don't raise your hand. <laughs> all right, how many of you let now how many of you how how many of you how many of you have ever been a hundred heirs, but you want to be thousand heirs, all right? Now, if you're a hundredaire and you want to be a thousandaire, that's, a, that's a, just a jump up. Okay? Now, if you're a thousandaire and you jump to millionaire, all right? But hold on. If you're a hundredaire and jump to a millionaire, that's a lot. But it's a lot to you because you jumped up. That, that's your first time being a millionaire. Now, one who grew up in, as a million, that's not a lot to you. It's what? That's normal. So, God knows what the enough, He knows how much excitement that would give us enough without going beyond our threshold. Without going beyond our submission. Maybe I'm at cavalier submission. All right, maybe this, all right, let me change the subject. Because, see, see, I'm a. But, but the question is, why would I be afraid of anything beyond that? Where has money become your master? Why are you afraid of it? Are y'all seeing what I'm saying? See, many I, I was with a pastor one I'm not afraid to say this because it, it, it's it's from the adversary. It's the devil. it's the devil. That's, that's not God. I was with a pastor one time well I was with a leader one time, and you know. He just started revelating, talking about, you know, he didn't want this call, that call, because he knew he was about to, he wasn't gonna be right with God. And you know, I, I'm sitting there with what are you talking about? Is money your master? Anything that can take you out is saying it brought you in. If it can break you that means that it's an element of it that can make you so the reality of it is is that's not making you more godly all right see we got to change our language because what we call godly is not godly it's people who are learning themselves in Christ Jesus all things are in Christ Jesus oh how many things all things are in Christ Jesus so we don't justify Works because I didn't get that Uh, You know, I'm more holy because I'm poor No, that don't make you holy, sweetheart And it don't make you more holy because you're richer Are y'all catching what I'm saying? What makes you in alignment with God Is because Christ is in you The hope of glory It's that hope that's in Christ That makes you who you are Come on, what, what I have All that I have is because of him I am what I am because of what He's done inside of me. But the lower level justification—that—that's not Christ. That's control masquerading as Christ. Well, I know God didn't give me that because I—I well, maybe that, you just found your prayer point. No, it doesn't mean that you need that right now. Are oh, you hearing what I'm saying? But I'm just I'm giving you a perspective that there are things in us that we know if God was to do a power move, I have to consider where would I stand? Because see, you might thinking you might be thinking God God don't want it from me. It's not about does he want it? He said in me is yes, and amen. A man in Christ. So what for you to say he doesn't want it is to say that God you gotta put him in a box. Based on the plans that you say that you have the mind of Christ that he planned for you. But the plans that he have for you, they're too big for you because it's you right now is still in you. So he's got to take you through the processual that governs you, the bent light that governs you. Because as you go down this road, God wants to entrust you with himself. Oh, y'all hear what I'm saying? Can you be entrusted with revelation? Can you be entrusted with wisdom? Can you be entrusted with souls? God has to entrust you with souls. If I send my baby down there, and I'm not talking about chronologically, if I send her down there, will they be taken care of? Do I know this person is principled enough to not leave this one behind? You know, hear what I'm saying? We got to get the justice and judgment and equity of Christ. You hear what I'm saying? In, the last, in these days that we're in, we are having high rulers of the world that don't have justice and judgment and equity. I remember I was driving a judge. I used to do driving company. Driving a judge. And he said, I remember him. Yeah, I, I was driving him. You know, and, and real, you know, he was okay. He wasn't all there, but he was a judge. Now, he was on something because something he hurt his leg, so he, he, he wasn't actively judging, but he was working at a... Uh, a uh, he was a lawyer at the time right we're driving down the street and a young girl looked like a teenager had a shirt up to here shorts up to here going down the street and this judge out of his mouth said look at her who she thinks she thinks you're gonna get somebody to just knock na- oh i i almost flipped my car around i wanted to i didn't i'm in the car And I'm thinking to myself, this is the judge that sits on the stand to judge people's lives? This is the type of judgment that sits in stands and judge people's lives. Whether they go to jail, whether they do not, whether they get a second chance, this is the type of judgment that we have. Oh, we, oh, oh, wow. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? so if the church is not doing righteous judgment and equity and showing people that there is a way there is a truth and there is a life if they get to that judgment they're in trouble we trust too much in that judgment rather than the judge the bible say you're gonna judge the world we don't judge that's a lie that's not in your bible you do judge everybody have a judgment if i say yes you said no you gave me a judgment Is that not a judgment? Well, you know, I don't want to judge. They judging you. They just told you, "I don't think that's right." Is that not a judgment? Come on, saints. We don't critically think. We do. we run around with this Christian stuff. We don't think. Oh, y'all hear what I'm saying? The Bible says you're going to judge the world. You're going to judge. The Bible says those who are spiritual judge how many things. All things. Yet He Himself is not judged by. No one. Can you say Amen? So you gotta understand that what you cannot detect, defend. You, you 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 what you cannot detect. You cannot defend what you cannot detect. You cannot detect what you cannot discern. Learn to identify the level of movements that's dealing where you are. I want y'all to hear me. Learn to identify the level of movement that's dealing with where you are. If you don't have a consent, a consecrated continuum of spiritual awareness, a consecrated spiritual awareness, consecrated continuum of spiritual what? How can you detect what's moving? You know what I'm saying? How many of you know Because the spirit gives life and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is. Okay, so if the spirit of the Lord is rising up and building a standard, wherever you stand, that standard starts to establish everything around you. I'm giving you all something right now. That standard starts to establish what? Everything around you. It's only though now there will be times that things will try to come test the standard. But when you stand and know he's God, it doesn't matter who's testing the standard. You can still establish rule because of what you're standing in. And anything that tries to test it or attest it, if they really desire God, which most people do, they have to submit to it or run from it. You're not called to run. You're called to stand. Can you say amen? All right. I know we're moving around a lot here. How many of y'all getting something out of this? All right, let, let me let me crack this down. I, I went way way out of bounds here. So we, we we're establishing things through the knowledge of Him, and God is giving us grace and revelatory understanding to deal with divine root systems. All right, it, it's not only our root system that we're growing in, it's, it's also others' root systems. One plus one is what? Okay, you can't get one by itself and without one plus one, you don't get what. Okay, so if I came and say one plus two is one, I mean two, one plus two is two. You got to deal with my root system. <laughs> so it's not God not just dealing with your root system; He's giving you language for others' root systems. Can you say amen? So you can rightly divide the word of truth and see where. The doors that's associated with somebody's defilement or deception, you can help them. Can you say amen? Ephesians 1.18, that the eyes of your understanding be enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling and the riches of the glory of inheritance in the saints. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us word who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which uh, uh, which. Wrote in in Christ, were in Christ, when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in heavenly places. For above principalities and powers and might and dominion and every name that is above every name. Not only in this world, but also in which is to come. So I want you to understand. God is saying that the eyes of your understanding can be enlightened. In the hope of his calling, the riches of his glory in the inheritance of saints. Exceeding greatness of power upward. God is trying to give us to understand revelatory expression. And when we understand those revelatory expressions through the knowledge of him, we stand far above principalities and powers. Okay. So sometime when you don't know what to do and what's associated with what you're doing, just hold to faith. Somebody say, just hold to faith. Lean on the principle of faith. If you can lean on the principle of faith, God will walk you through many times. Sometimes there has to be maturity that's associated to what you're trying to do, though. No. Oh, Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? The exception is you need to lean into faith. The principle is we need to go grow into the maturity that governs where we're trying to go and do. Can you say amen? So God is calling us to be masterful in the word. Be what? masterful this is a mature thing it's, it's it's us growing in a word there are levels to the word amen somebody say divine root system now how many of you ever how many ever how many of you feel like God is giving you language for root system? How many of you see that God has given you language for greater levels of solical development and solic architecture? How many of you are starting to read? You, you're starting to slow down a little bit more based on what you've been learning. You're like, hold on. How many of you detecting a little bit better? You're like, hold on, I didn't think like this. Now I'm actually checking and seeing. I'm like, oh, I do see that. Not so quick, to just just spill things out. Okay because you have to identify the cracks that's associated with what you're trying to build you got to identify the what the cracks that's associated with what you're trying. why would you move forward when that person can't handle more than what you're giving it you? why would God give you more than what you can handle that's associated in the word that we can't hold God give me a sentence and give me a revelation I gave you a word you didn't write it down God wants to know, are you interested in when he is moving? Are you still in control of his movement? All right, I'm going to say that one more time. Are you in control when he wants to move or is he in control when he wants to move? Sometimes God will drop a word in your spirit and he say, hey, hold on to that. And that word will start to sprout out into an inspiration it start doing something on your heart and now how many ever sat down and start writing you're writing pages up. you you got so much just that one word them brought out a whole you could have wrote a book what is he doing he, he's showing you how uh, how to be masterful in in understanding identifying root systems okay critical thinking identifying root systems Matthew 13 19. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, this then the wicked one. Wait, hold on. They hears the word, they hear the word of the kingdom and what? Then the wicked one comes and what? What was song? So he got it didn't understand it totally. but the wicked one came, snatched it away what was sown in his heart. This is he who received it by the what? wayside, but he stony places, but he who receive the seat on stony places. this is who hears the word and immediately receives it with what? with joy. So one was by the wayside. One was stony. One was in in stone. He received it with joy, right? Hold on. Don't go too fast now. Yet, he has no what? No root system. He has no root system in himself, but endures only for a while. For what took it out? For when tribulation and persecution arises of the word, immediately he what? Okay, so now I want you to understand, what is God building you for? Oh, he's building you for and that you don't lose the word. Many the word get choked out because it's falling not on the they didn't have a root system. Are y'all catching now? They didn't have a root system. So you see, well, you know, he got the word. No, he's telling you that the word came, but they didn't receive it with with faith. And they, they didn't have a, a root. They hadn't yet. He has no root in himself, but endures only for a while. Which means God is saying, when you get a word, learn to hold the word. Somebody, tell somebody, hold the word. Learn to hold the word. Work, let that word work on you. And let it enter your root system. Now he who receives seeds and among the thorns is he who hears the word. And the cares of the world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word. And he becomes unfruitful. But he who receives the seed. On good ground is he who hears the word and understands it, who endures and bear fruit and produces some hundredfold, some 60 and some 30. We'll get into that another time. He's giving you different elements of expression based on how you receive and how to hold it. Are y'all getting that? Some 100, some 60. Thirty. How many of y'all are getting something out of this? Uh-oh. I- I'm going to give you one more scripture and we'll close. I want you to understand that God is, is wanting us to learn how to battle and fight properly. When the level of assault becomes stronger, your level of submission has to grow larger. Okay? You got to learn to submit yourself. Be submissive to the spirit. Be submissive to God. Be submissive to the protocols that he's holding and and having you into. Okay? Uh, Protocols are protections. Submission is what? Protection. Submission to God. And submission to presbytery systems. Submission, submit, submarine, like a submarine, submitting yourself unto. Now, when I'm saying submission, I want you to understand something about submission. Submission is not because you're necessarily here. Submission to the principles and protocols is you're submitted to the process that govern the here. Because you can be here and not submit it. And then you have to, if if, if time comes and the word choked out, you'll be confused. Doesn't make sense. So you can be a member but not be submitted. So submission is, I'm submitting to the protocols and processes that govern what the church is called to uh, bring me into the manifold wisdom, the mantle development ministerial development, okay? So I can have revelatory expression and revelatory uh, uh, mental development so I'm not missing anything, okay? So we have to understand that God is, is is getting us to that place where we have to be submitted, amen? How many of y'all feel like God is pushing you to, to level greater levels of submission? Submission to Him and submission to the principles that govern where you're called to. And I always say submission ain't always easy because of what we've seen. We've seen in church. And we've seen here and seen there. I always tell you, though, I always tell individuals, don't ever let somebody rebellion be your rebellion. Don't let somebody else's level of rebellion becomes your level of rebellion. It's not justifiable because somebody else did it wrong. Does that make sense? I want you to go to Romans eight eighteen real quick. I know my mouse is out. Romans 8.18, that's the last scripture. While you at Romans 8.18, don't go here. I'm going to read this though. Romans 13, you can write this down. Romans 13, 1 through 2. Let every soul be subject to governing authorities. For there is no authority except from God. There is no authority except from what? From God. And the authorities that exist are appointed by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authority resists the ordinance of whoever resists the authority resists the ordinance of God, and those who resist will bring judgment upon themselves. So, I want you to understand the spirit world recognizes authority. The spirit world, this is why I'm going here. I'm not teaching you authority because I want you to call me at night and tell me how submitted to you. That's not what we're doing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> lord they missing it don't help their mind not going flesh realm. <laughs> i'm trying to teach you how to fight because i understand that the spirit world understands authority when you stand up you're not standing up only in yourself you're standing up in the body that has license and authority that what he's given to the body When you stand up against something, Jesus said, I've given you authority, the body. Because Christ is inclined within the body. So he's not just seeing you, he's seeing a body of Christ. Because God has given the body authority. In accordance to the ordinance that governs the body. How many of y'all getting what I'm saying here? So when people run out in self-revelatory justification in their, in their own ministry expression and they have no submission, now when the adversary comes to pick them, they don't have the level of strength they need to get over it. So what happens is the danger is you're going to more deception. You're going to more revelatory justification. How many of y'all hear what I'm saying? And this is why we have so many different religions, thousands of different religions, because people go into anger because they're not submitted to the ordinance that govern the body. We are the body. Nobody have self-rule in here. I say nobody have self-rule in here. We submit one to another in accordance to the ordinance that govern the body. Can you say, man, I'm going to close now. I told y'all one more scripture. Read that for me. Go to go ahead and go nineteen and twenty. In hope. For I consider this suffering in this present time is not worthy compared with the glory shall be revealed in us. God is saying that there's a glory that He's getting out of you. There's a what? God is trying to get a glory out of you. How many of y'all know what the glory is? That that word glory, he's saying is there's a residence, there's a residue of who I am, and once I Once I purge you enough, all that can come out of you is my glory. You become bright. You are the light of the world, the city that's on the hill. This is why I have to allow you to see what I'm not. Your trouble is not always a a bad thing. Sometimes your trouble is, is proving to you that there's a glory that's needed to shine. Our job is to learn in every level to submit to the process, submit to the Word. Tell somebody I'm learning to submit. And, and, and when you submit, don't, listen, how I know I'm submitting properly is when my heart is in it. How I know I'm submitting properly is when I learned that the joy of the Lord become my strength again. How do I know I got deep enough? Did the joy of the Lord become your strength? Or, only, or were you only strengthened to go try to do the work again? And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of their testimony. And they did, and they loved not their lives to the what? To the death. Every level that God is growing you in, you're going to learn to die in. You're going to learn to what? God, I feel like dying. Good. How many of y'all ever felt like that? <laughs> All right, you're coming to the point. You ready? One, two, three. All right. I've been waiting on it. Don't kill yourself. I don't mean die physically. We die to ourselves. Unless a seed dies, how can it sprout? Unless it's planted, how can it? You have to learn that God is trying to do something in you to get something out of you. And whatever he's trying to get out of you, that influence that it's going to bring, by default, is going to bring individuals. You be entrusted. That light shines bright. I always say this, and I've been saying this lately, and I'm sure somebody's going to take it, but I want you to hear me. You don't have to go run or try to do this. Be mature, and ministry will have to come to you. When you're mature, God doesn't allow maturity in him. be without mental story expressions as soon as you start learn to be a little mature your phone gonna be ringing with many babies you're gonna walk them through somebody said I'm gonna walk them through which means your threshold got to be patient cuz babies gonna mess up do you have redemption for their mess up what if you're gonna walk with people knowing that they're gonna mess up I see brother (laughs) Jesus, see you, you. You see, you want them to be all right because what you said, your word said, and I know I said God said, no, no, no. See, hold oh, no. on. No, what if, did, do you have room for them to met? see? Because if they don't have the knowledge from the first testimony you gave them from the first word, what is your expectation? Is so? What are you going to hold people's hand? And watch them fall and then help them get back up and pray them and give them counsel not to fall but you know they're gonna fall again so you got to deal with the going up and you're gonna go clean it up and then you're gonna hold their hand again without violating them without throwing it in their face Without undermining what God is trying to get out of into them, do we have enough God to prove to someone? You want a quick fix? Some some everybody don't get it. everybody's not a quick fix. I don't think I was a. Were you a quick fix? No. <laughs> she said. no. no. How many of y'all was a quick fix? <laughs> Isn't it interesting how we want people to be a quick fix? I'm going into ministry. That means I'm going to be touching heads and they're going to fall out and they're going to be changed and transformed for the rest of their life. Ah, that's one step of it. There's something called discipleship. Tell somebody there's something called discipleship. Discipleship is where you take them and, and, and you go through their disagreements. You go through the doors of this demonic that might be associated with, their, with what's been going on in their life. Can you say Amen. God is calling us to be principled, mature believers. And for us to do that, we have to allow him to dig and deal with our root system. He's building you in your root system. You're going to feel certain ways, but you got to learn to stand and fight for the right to be in Christ. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Don't be swayed by the application the, the things of the world. The Bible says, if you love the world, the love of the Father is not in you. If you love the world, if you you you, you understand, if you love it, many of us got caught up loving the world. Which means everything that we do, we do it because kingdom for a kingdom advancement. And because I'm in the kingdom, I'm taken care of as I'm walking in Kima. Why wouldn't God want to take care of you? Are you working for him? No, he needs to take care. He's going to take care of you. I don't know where we get this slave mentality like I'm going to be working. I'm going to be a slave too. I'm a slave and then I'm working and he's going to see me tired, but he's going to let me just stay there. Where, Where did this stuff come from? No, you're you gonna go through certain things, but God said, "Listen, seek the kingdom." And all these, they're at it. Don't seek after things; seek after Him, and be comfortable with Him. Can you say Amen? I'm going to stop right there. I'm going to open up tonight. Uh, if anybody have any questions, or comments, or highlights, uh, I'm going to open up. I want you to put out a standout of something that stood out to you. Or something that blessed you, something that God's been showing you um, throughout your week regarding this message, or uh, just what you've been feeling lately. Amen. Hallelujah.
2: So you said something earlier uh, when you you didn't say it in these exact words, but I got what you were saying when when, when you're saying that poverty equals holiness or being. Or, or lacking thereof, or because I don't have, makes me more holy, and that's 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 clearly a lie. Right. Because it's the Christ in you, you know, right. Of glory, um, whether you have a lot, whether you have little, don't, absolutely. And I say that, and and I say that that hit home because, um, I I would think like that. This is, this is several years ago. I I wouldn't say that what what I lacked made me more holy. I would right. say that by me not having a lot. You know, regardless, the Christ in me is what caused me to be, become humble or, or be humble. Right. However, where I'm at now, nothing's changed, you know, right. as far as, you know, because I've had more now than I had, you know, then, and nothing has changed, you know, as far as the way I think, you know. Um, and then the scripture that comes to mind is, um, you know, to, to, you know, that to humble yourself in the sight of the Lord and he will lift you up. Amen. You know, um, oftentimes I kind of think that our works or, or or the thought of our works or where we're at, you know, causes us to be at the level that we're at. But if you humble yourself in the sight of God, then he'll he, he's actually the one that lifts you up or, or puts you where you're at in, in, in his time. Amen. Um, and then you said something else towards, towards the end.
0: I, and you want to know how that works. He he just said something. You know how you want to know how that works? Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God and he will what? Lift you up. Okay, so if he's in you because you have God, you have the, the receptor, you have the you have clearance through your capacity. We you don't get there. So I know my clearance level based on my capacity. So I'm still not going back on the outside waiting on God. (laughs) I'm pointing to maturity here. The more I grow in capacity by default, I have clearance. So the question is, what is real capacity? That's what we need to ask ourselves. What is real capacity? Because when you understand divine capacity, by default, you have clearance because God will give you watch this revelational understanding of clearance. He will give you acceptance of clearance where no man, when you know the truth, it will set you. So a man of God teaching another man that have clearance through freedom, he knows if he has freedom. I'm saying more than a young. <laughs> so wherever you free. You don't need a tutor. How many of y'all catching a little bit what I'm trying to say here? So by, by default, your capacity gives you clearance into where you are. So could it be that God only holds me based on what my capacity can handle? All right. As much as given, much is. All right. So be careful judging people like. Be careful, because if you walk one day in these shoes, you probably would have been already. By three o'clock, you like I can't keep up. You going again to do what? You need to do what? Uh, I need the donut break. <laughs> I need a lunch break. You you doing too much, and you're trying to do what? Fast pray what right now? No, it's my TV time, and see. <laughs> Much is given, much is so. There's more required, and in the kingdom of God, there's more capacity required because that's where we grow from in our inner parts. Hey, man, I'm sorry, you, you wanted to say something else? Yeah,
2: yeah, that was it. I I remember what you said towards the end. It was um, if we focus on being the ministry instead of actually doing doing the ministry, you know, if, if we focus on actually being being allowing God to, to minister to us and yes. be the ministry within us right. instead of actually the actions and doing the ministry and showing what, you know, look at me or what have you, you know, and, and, and getting sidetracked or getting off track. Um, at that point, you know, he'll, in, in due season, he'll, he'll he'll lift you up.
0: Amen. 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 How will you know he lift you up? You, you... You will start having clearance in sight and in language in your expression. You'll start seeing. You'll start knowing. The way you're handling things principally, you'll know. Okay? So, your handling of things, your handling of opportunities, your handling of how you're doing things, and God is backing it by the Spirit. Okay? So where you used to not be able to get over to this person, now you're using a couple of words and God is doing something with them with what you just said. You had no control over it, but because you were principled, you, you when you when you when you are principled through the knowledge of God, you have a thought. OK, here we go. You have. The adversary knows. So it's not about just going to do something. It's about understanding the principles that govern the authority of the word. That's the difference between somebody trying to. And we're. how many of y'all want to get, how many of y'all know the church? We got to get back to healing and deliverance and casting out devils and all that stuff. Come on. So that's the difference between 10 people trying to shout down my mind and get something out. And one person didn't pray at all and say, in the name of Jesus, come out of him. Or without even saying the name of Jesus, because the name of Jesus is not in the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus is in the capacity, the anoma of a person. So name of Jesus, based on what I just said, come out. That's the name of Jesus. Come out. That which I have in me, I give to you. Get up. That's the name of Jesus. So there's a capacity thermometer reading. And the adversary looks and say, "Hold on, do you have authority to say what you're saying to me?" You tell you what you do. All right, I give up. Amen. Anybody else? I'll come come back to you.
1: When when we did uh, Jeremiah one and eleven, when um, when he asked him, "What did he see?" It it's like. He was not testing, but checking his faithfulness. Yeah. And I go back to the, the word construction. When, you know, when God God is, let me just use me for example. God is the, the word that he is reconstructing in my heart and in my life. Yes. He's allowing me to slow down and to listen more Amen. and to hear. I go back to that, that Winston when you said, what are you hearing? To where he's allowing me to be more patient like when we said earlier, when we're talking about maturing in the word, we got to remember that at one point in time, somebody had to walk us through. Right. We didn't get it all right. But right. now because we're in Christ and we think, oh, well, I got it all right. then I can't help my sister or brother over there. Or we want to be that instant grit to say, well, you ain't got a chance. I told you, right. you know what I'm saying? And right. that's not what right. God wants of us. And just like when he said to Jeremiah, he's calling out, what do you see? Right. And I think it for us, he, he said, what do you see? What do you hear? Right. When we're discipling Come people. On. We can't look at, okay, well, I got mine and you need to get yours. Right. You know, so you know, just so good. Yeah. As mature believers, just like he walked us through, we got to be able and ready to walk someone else through. The harvest is plentiful. But as laborers, we've got to submit.
0: Amen. And Amen.
1: submit wholeheartedly.
0: Come on. Amen. Oh, yes. Amen. Thank you for that. Amen. You're absolutely right. God will ask you, what are you seeing? You, what what kind of threshold you're dealing with? Okay. Amen. So good. Thank you so much for that. She actually... Um... Oh, the same. <laughs>
3: Yeah, but um, no, it really was. I was like, oh wow. Um, so, but with mine though, the hearing and what do you see caught my attention too, especially for the season that I'm in right now. Or this, this this week, um, I know I share with you, just like with, and I actually came from Jeremiah, was reading it all week. Um, but this this one I did not read the one eleven because it's like, what do you see? And yeah. I know in my season of that weeping that I was talking about, God also allowed me to see things. Yeah. And so could it be that when he acts instead of discipling people, could he actually, what do you see for yourself too?
0: Right. When you yep. need
3: clarity and understanding. Yes. And I believe, you know, the opposite, you know, my, for me, it was myself. What do you see? Yeah. And it's just like, okay, I see this, I see that. And you know, God even gave me a whole vision. I was seeing a lot of actual things in the spirit realm. And so, I thought that was good because now, you know, I'm understanding he has given me an ear to hear and to see. And so if we notice that we aren't hearing properly Mm -hmm. or seeing properly, well, how are you, you know, establishing that out of your mouth? How are you saying it? How are you seeing it as well? You know, and I know I spent time, you know, during my rest this week too was, okay, God, I put all of me down, (laughs) you know, just to make sure that it's not me. But it's you. And every time I would ask God, he would come back, no, that's what you saw. And I'm just like, okay. So now it's just like with that, now I have to understand how, you mm-hmm. know, the principle behind it and the knowledge. And so I believe that's what I'm stepping into. You know, when we was going into intercession before you started um ministering to us,
2: Amen. you know,
3: God showed me he started speaking to me. He was just saying, I'm just stepping you into a greater position just a greater um level and i was like okay but then when i broke out into tears it was he broke whatever was fighting against me
0: amen and so it really
3: yes because that's what i needed you know i know i felt i discerned that the enemy was working a little bit overtime on my mind this week and when we read like he he snatch it, and it was about the the roots you know i discerned you know maybe when i heard the word my roots my my foundation wasn't right you know Mm. my soil wasn't right. And so I had to, you know, the way God did it though with me was, you know, those days I was weeping, but he was also taking things off, pulling, breaking. And then he began to give me the good soil, the right soil. And then that's when he gave me, well, what do you see now? You know? So it's just, it was just there. And I want to say, that's what stood out to me.
0: Amen. So really just
3: a piggyback off of you, but it was was pruning. It was pruning. It's not saying, you know, what God spoke, it's not saying that's not going to happen, but don't focus on that now, right. but I need you to focus on what I just
0: did yeah, for you. Right. I need you
3: to focus on this season. Let it go through. Come on. And then now it's, okay, now you can go back. But I had to step away, and I had to lay down. Like, yeah. And everybody I went to, everybody was like, you're just losing your life. And I was like, why do you keep saying I'm dying? I'm like, am I dying? But when you said God was like, the, you know, it was like, God, I feel like I can die. That was me. I was like, I could just die right now. And then it was like, I felt like I had a whole funeral service for that part that he chiseled, like he really broke it off and that had to get cut off. And so I had to share that. I don't know if anybody else is going through that, but that's how it was. You know, die to yourself. I think I truly understood what that meant too. I think during my journey, I was just like, oh, you know, die to yourself daily. No, God actually, I died. And I literally felt like I saw myself on the cross and he just, and then my head dropped. Like. Yeah. that was it yeah. um so i thank god for this word amen it helped me out a lot um amen. Man, i'm just keep walking
0: Maybe. amen that's it amen when when you when you what you're really dying to is the old you because you became new and so really you you already died the what god is trying to get out of us is those connectors that's deception is trying to play on our minds okay and the the holding patterns of trust things that we've trusted interested in okay and some of those things is not as we grow in god we'll identify more and more of that and that's that's why he's a deep god because he got he got to go down in the deep roots about how many of y'all know we all have deep roots Come on, nobody exempt from them deep roots. But when he hit them, are you willing to submit to the word? When he touched it, are you willing to submit to the word? And, and that's what he long as you're willing to submit to the word, God won't, he's not holding you back. Are y'all you know what I'm saying? You are perfect in Christ, you're perfected in Christ Jesus. So don't Don't allow yourself to even play the shame game. Being in you're you're victorious, you're victorious in Christ. Does that make sense? No matter where you are, you're victorious. It's not that, oh, I'm you know, I'm what? No, it's, it's, it's no matter what level I'm on because I'm in Christ, I'm victorious. And because my level of submission, God can entrust me. See, when I have the tools. It doesn't matter my stage, okay? So, for example, for example, for example, there are things, for example, there are areas, there are places I would take my son that I won't take another child that age. Because even though he doesn't maybe understand the totality of something, because of the purity of where I know he is, i know he will he will he will not violate who we are okay rather than somebody in the same age because they still even though they're a good child they still not they're not totally sure about me and you know so they might do some things that totally violate who we are who, who we supposed to be standing as okay so the difference is, is one, it's just learning to keep a pure heart and learning to learn through the process, but he's still being used. He still have clearance. So don't think that you don't have clearance. Your clearance is based on your submission. Okay? And in that submission, you actually get more levity. You get more freedom. People will release you more. Get off of me because of the level of of, of heart and submission God can use that sometime you're going to be worked on while you're working but that's for people who are submitted and submissive to the process if you're not that pride will crack you on the way okay and so that that, that amen thank you so much for that Maya I- anybody else Did you have something?
4: Amen. He basically kind of just covered it. Um, you it, as you was talking, he was just hitting every single point. That's why I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> but it really is the willingness. It's it's your willingness, really, yeah. when you are going through that season, basically where he is uprooting you, and you are fighting against it. Cause I I just went through that, but it wasn't long and i just realized it was because of my willingness like i was fighting it so hard i was crying to where my head was hurting Mm. i was just fighting him i wasn't trying to hear him i wasn't trying none of that and i was fighting him and it wasn't until that i just put myself down that i broke through that and then it then it take me long for it because i realized it was willingness it's only willingness and how much you want to submit and when you want to submit is how long you'll stay in that uprooting season mm-hmm. if you're still fighting against it and you're not being willing to put yourself down you're going to be going through that for a week two weeks three weeks you're going to be going through it as long as it takes because yeah. god he ain't he's not in time so he like however long it takes yeah. he's gonna go through it and so i realized that when i did that i broke that seed of control amen so that, that control is, is not there anymore. I have that submission now because it's like I have that love now. Yes. So he didn't just uproot that control. He also he sprouted that that love that was planted in my heart that he needed to come out because love, submission comes through love. Yes. So it's, it's it doesn't come anywhere else. You need that love to have come submission. On. Come so on. if you love God, you're going to submit to God because in him is love and you know that nothing is going to harm you. Come on. So I'm submitted to whatever you're telling me to do because I know that you love me and I know right. that you're not going to deter me and take me somewhere where I don't need to be. So Amen. I'm submitting to you through love. So it's that willingness. Are you willing to listen to me? Are you willing to submit to me and who I am and what I'm trying to do for you?
0: So. Amen. 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 Give me a hand clap. Give all y'all a hand clap. Amen. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's so good. Submission is through love, uh, and I love what you said. You know, how many of you know when you get that depth of love, you can self deliver. Oh, you need all of us need deliverance. You don't know what really just came off of you, but no, that everybody don't do that because they haven't found that vein of love with God. And so when you're growing with God, if you can always get into that vein of God, you can self-deliverance. And a lot of the strongholds that maybe came with familial alignments. Okay. The strongholds that come. See, many people, you got to read those familial alignments. And sometimes that movement, you don't realize that thing is strong because you were birthed in that. You were built in that. And it takes you to go in depth with God for him to highlight that thing. And you will see yourself battling. But if you can hold the vein of love in God long enough and keep pushing, now the Spirit of God come help you with it. And then we, we break it off of you. Your heart becomes submissive now. You, you, you can sense. You have a knower. Oh, I'm, I, I, I feel a freedom, a liberty. I know I'm breaking through. And so, uh, and and now more and more and more and more, you're gonna learn to self-deliver. Not everybody can do that, uh, can do that, but not everybody will do that. And this is where we who have the capacity to do that must learn to self-deliver where we can start delivering others. Because some have more critical, mental, psychological issues that's governing more uh, demonic forces depending on the altar that was rendered for on their life. With every stronghold, there's some type of altar that was rendered. Okay. So familial altars who stand who's somebody worked on that altar. Okay. The problem is sometimes what we go through or the strength of what we're going through. Sometimes we think it's only for us, but God is saying, I need you the same one that was a priest over that altar. You're going to be a priest for me. So you're going to have to go in a greater strength through the capacity elements. It ain't going to feel good. But as you're going through it, I'm I'm proving by the blood who you are. (laughs) I'm proving you through the process. Every step you take and breaking through without committing, without violating my principle, staying in fellowship, staying with the right heart. I'm actually breaking family lines as you go. I'm bringing, come on, the courts of heaven is being rendered because your stance, it's rolled away. I got somebody. Devil, you got to break it off. No, this one right here stood. You have not yet resisted to the point of bloodshed. He's saying when you resist to a certain point, the devil only sees Christ's resistance. He sees Christ through that resistance. I'm saying something now he sees Christ through your When you wait on God through resisting You are saying to the devil, I don't have to stand up in me. He don't like that You're saying I'm waiting on the master Within me to stand up and when the master within you stand up You are rising in capacity the question was, how do I know when, when I move? No, the capacity. Now you went through, guess what? She has a it. What I heard out of her mouth, she know. So you can't bring her back unless there's a willingness to go. I'm not saying, you know, go back or something, but still there's a knowing in that. I know I'm free. I can minister that because I know I've been through the process. So this is how our capacity grows by just holding to the patent. Resisting the bloodshed to the point, even to the point of bloodshed. Because adversary wants a crack in your fellowship. When he gets a crack in your fellowship. That's where he starts to try to divert you. In alignment. Through the violation of conscience. I want to challenge you to really just learn. To hold on to your Savior. Hold on to your Savior. and God will prove himself at the end of your faith. The salvation of your soul. What did he mean by the end of your faith? Which means you're going to hold on in faith. Faith is not a one-time thing. Faith uh, Faith goes through process. Faith goes through what? So when you say you have faith. God has to come down to see and test the faith. There is no faith that's not tested. There is no any faith that's not tested. Okay? It's the authenticity the authentic when God authenticate that faith it wasn't for him it was for you. Because what I say I have God has to test it by his own power. So he tests his word with his word. <laughs> <laughs> He tests his word with his word. So it's been established. He know how strong he is. He knows what he knows he can overcome. So he has to test it to see if it's him to show you if it was him, if it was you. We're not showing God anything. We're learning God of what he's already did in us. And as we hold to the pattern, and, and, and we're also teaching the adversary of the principalities and powers what we know about our God. So we're also teaching them. We're teaching the principalities and powers what we know about our God. So we're teaching them something too. I, I, get out my seat. I used to let you sit in it. <laughs> I know something now. Get up. Get about this seat. No, you, you don't get to stay here. You don't get to manipulate my mind. You don't get... You going through something, going in the room. Hold on. I'll be right back. God, now your mind, your spirit is awakened. You walk out the door. In the name of Jesus, I thank you that I command every principality, power, every mentality, everything that's controlling the minds in this house. Be broken in Jesus' name. What did you just come out with? Authority in alignment with the, the grand finale of the spirit that capacity you. Oh, Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? You're going into to com- communicate with somebody that you're discipling. You don't just run in there. Lord, I pray that their mind is in line with you. That the devil don't steal this conversation as we go down this road. You have to speak to the realm. Tell somebody to learn to speak to the realm. That's why God give you license and grace to speak to the realm. It's your realm in in the realm. Amen. Father, we thank you tonight. Thank you for your grace and mercy. We thank you for your kindness, your love. Thank you for producing and establishing us. Thank you for loving us. Ah, God, your love is everlasting. It's so powerful. It's so good. Yet we are sinners. You died. Yet sometimes we don't even feel we love ourselves. You stand in the gap for us and you say, come, son, come, daughter. Thank you for being there for us, God. Forgive us of all our sins. Cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We thank you for your grace and mercy. We thank you for your loving kindness your everlasting love god we thank you for healing and deliverance freedom making a way out of no way tonight thank you for giving us a word that we can stand to know that you are god and we give you praise honor and glory in all things lead and guide us on god father i just pray covering protection I pray an extension of your blood and your care, your character in every soul under the sound of my voice. That we will not be the same again. We give you praise, honor, and glory in Jesus' mighty name. If you love him, can you say amen?